This is Kat from Dining at Disney, and I'm here with Kristen. Kristen, tell us about some travel deals. Well, right now, you can save up to $400 on a four-night, four-day room and ticket package at select Disney Resort Hotels. This is going to be for most nights, December 11th through the 25th, as well as most Sunday through Thursday nights, January 2nd through February 28th, and then most nights, March 1st through March 30th, and that is of 2023, of course, because it's just around the corner. Oh, my gosh. So you can... Just Where's catch the, time gone? the end of the 50th anniversary celebration with that deal. Nice. And uh, how can people contact you to book a vacation? They can email me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. All righty, friends. Thank you so much. Don't forget, Dining at Disney Podcast uses the Shure MV7 Podcast microphone bundle. Be sure to... Uh, Check it out if you're in the market for a brand new microphone for your content creation, your podcast, what have you, or if you just want to step up your video calls over there at work. Mm-hmm. They've got this really cool Shure Plus Motif app where you can control your vocal tone and distance from your microphone, make you sound like a million bucks. Check it out. MV7 Podcast Microphone Bundle there at Shure.com, S-H-U-R-E.com. Many thanks to our friends at Gator Frameworks Studio. They provide stands and accessories for podcasters, content creators, music, lighting, and AV equipment of all types. Please check it out at GatorFrameworks.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I am Kristen, a Disney park enthusiast, foodie, and travel expert. And I am Al John Go, lifelong Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars fan, podcaster, and of course, joined by... I'm Kat. I'm an experiential producer, film historian, and all-around nerd happy to be here welcome to the show if you haven't already make sure you like subscribe and click that notification bell (laughs) so today what are we talking about cat we're going to talk about our favorite and when i say our i mean the three of us our favorites signature dining locations at walt disney world Mm, my favorite i hope you're all hungry (laughs) Never listen to this show on an empty stomach. <laughs> you'll end up. You'll end up. I mean, this it. is a few weeks later than we had originally planned to do this, but that's okay. Life happens. It's my man. It's, yes. During the break, Cat grabbed a Grubhub, and now I'm tempted to do that. And it's like <laughs> late night. It's like late night. I, it's like fourth meal time over here. I am a single lady who makes poor choices during the week. <laughs> But so sushi's good. That's where we're at. Sushi, sushi's good. It's not like you said, "Hey, I'm ordering a big, fat, juicy hamburger." Although you no. could, and I wouldn't blame you, even though you don't eat hamburgers. But I, I don't generally eat hamburgers. No, but I'm gonna eat some sushi. I'm gonna have some seaweed <laughs> salad. Yes. After we wrap this show, it's gonna be glorious. 
Well, speaking of yummy gloriousness, I love this link you sent, Kat. Yeah. Yeah, talk about these awful waffle bowls that are just freaking awesome. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about this for a little while, that they're stepping up the game over there at Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, it's a little bit because, you know, they've got so many dining locations. And with all the traffic from Rise of the Resistance, they need some more options for people, for foodies like us. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're delivering on this one. There's four new waffle bowls being offered at Fairfax Fair over there by Tower of Terror. And they look, I'm just going to say, they look delicious. Yes, they do. The oh, first God. one is a barbecued beef brisket bowl. Mm. It is braised beef brisket tossed in barbecue sauce, topped with pickled jalapenos, red onion, and corn chips, served on a house-made queso sauce and mashed potatoes in a waffle bowl. I'm so down with that. Sounds delicious. So good. I want the next one. The next one is the Korean barbecued pork belly bowl. Oh, yes. Braised pork belly tossed in Korean barbecue sauce with Korean salad and green onions served on mashed potatoes in a waffle bowl. I could skip the mashed potato part, though. I think they'd rather have rice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Strange. But, yeah. I'm not really a mashed potato person. Mm-mm. I like mashed potatoes, but not with my Korean barbecue. Yo, no. Korean barbecue, anything Asian, put the rice in there, please. Yes. I yes. mean, it's not, it's not hard to make steamed rice, y'all. That is really weird. Isn't it? All the bowls have mashed potatoes. I never thought, well, I mean, okay, I guess it's a good base, you know, but still, when you're having Korean barbecue, the the last thing on your mind is, where's my mashed potatoes? (laughs) You know what would go good with this kimchi? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. (laughs) Never. Such a bizarre combination. Never. Never. I never would have thought that, but okay. I mean, you don't think Asian food. Mashed potatoes. I will say, <laughs> oh my God, this is so, that's so weird that we're talking about this. I was at the Korean grocery store and I had this craving for potato salad. Have you had, you've had Korean potato salad, right? Yeah, sure. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got it, but that's like the closest thing to mashed potatoes in Korean food that I've ever seen is that, is the like already mashed, not chunky potato salad, but it's cold. It's not hot. Right. So it's kind of like German potato salad. Yeah. But, and it's good. Yeah, it's, but it's sweet, good. but it's good. It's good. It's not. If you say, you know, Korean potato salad to somebody, some people would be, give you the Spock eye. What are you talking like, about? What is this fascinating? Like, I don't know yes. what's going on here. But well, we uh, know German potato yes. salad's my favorite. Well, German potato salad's bomb too. Bacon, yeah. onions. Honestly, I. You know, potato salad in any combination is very good, but that's not what I would think of with Korean barbecue or Korean pork belly or Asian beef or anything like that. No, no, no. Very weird. But this next one, yes, maybe I can see that. Maybe. Mm, Yes. The next one is a buffalo chicken bowl. Uh, it's chicken breast nuggets tossed in buffalo sauce and topped with coleslaw on, on mashed potatoes in a waffle bowl. Uh, that one looks delicious also. 
The coleslaw is a mix of celery and carrots. So it's not traditional coleslaw. It's celery and carrot mixture, which great. Yeah, kind of like what they do over at Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for their um, waffle, chicken and waffle sandwich, right? Yes. Yes. That's legit. I wonder if you could get them to put the Korean barbecue over some noodles. At an additional cost, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, they've got the chilled soba noodles. Yeah, that's the last one. The plant-based soba noodle salad bowl. This one doesn't have mashed potatoes, so that's a start. <laughs> uh, chilled soba noodles, edamame, red cabbage, red peppers, shredded carrots, celery, and green onions tossed in yakisoba sauce served in that waffle bowl also. Yes. Um, yeah, it's chilled. Which is good. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious, though, because when you're at the end, you don't need a fortune cookie. You just eat the waffle bowl. There you go. <laughs> Some Same, sweet already comes with it. Similar effect, y'all. I don't ever eat the fortune cookies. No. I, I you do. eat them. I do. I eat everything except the fortune. <laughs> no. I oh, yeah, have yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't like fortune cookies. <laughs> I like to read the fortune. I just don't like to eat them. <laughs> Sure. She gives them to me, and I get all the benefits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so on to our favorite signature dining restaurants. Now, we each have a list of four. Kat, do you want to kick it off? Sure. I'm going to start with the Hollywood Brown Derby. Oh, <laughs> do it. Shocker. Oh my gosh, we're so surprised that no one ever. Um, I love the Hollywood Brown Derby. I would eat a famous Cobb salad every day for the rest of my life if that was an option for me. I love it so much. Um, but also they have amazing other things that are delicious. Giappino, the braised short rib. I am a shrimp cocktail girly, so I love a good shrimp cocktail. This one has fennel on it. It's always delicious. And of course, it's at Hollywood Studios, which we were just talking about. So they have some some great options if you're willing to sit down and, and take a load off and enjoy a lunch or a dinner in, your, in between your runs on Rise of the Resistance. I love it. <laughs> I think we all love Hollywood Brown Derby. Yes. Yeah. We definitely love that. Yeah. Great service. Never been let down once. Good food. No. Great food. Yeah. Yeah. Great and it's, drinks. And too. it's air conditioned, y'all. So amen to that. Yes. You can sit in one of those lovely high back booths. Oh, yes. And bask in the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. You know what I love? I love the fact that it's got the the art, for, you know, from the, the original character art, caricature art from the original yes. Hollywood Brown Derby because Absolutely. I love that New Yorker artist style. I love going through there and going, oh, I know this actor. I know this actress. I know this person. I know that person. They're great. They all have like that classic Hollywood line art that I love so much. Yes, and absolutely. It's, it's great. Harkening back to classic Hollywood. And I guarantee you, I don't know how many people from the generation that preceded us, Kat, go there to like look at the art and know exactly what's up with that. But I appreciate it. I I do love it. I do love it so much. Yeah. Anyway. 
Okay. What's next? So I'm gonna uh, I'm still listening, but I'm gonna put myself on mute so I can grab this package from my front door. So okay. keep going. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am going to go with Kappa over at the Four Seasons Resort. And it is at the very top floor of the resort. So you have a beautiful view and you can actually watch the nighttime entertainment like fireworks and stuff going off from all the parks so which is a, a very cool view to have mm-hmm. um they have an amazing uh raw bar if you're into that kind of thing uh they have a nice ceviche on there it has red snapper and avocado Ooh. uh tapas which i love tapas uh they've got salted Marcona almonds that you can get. Mm. There's also uh, grilled bread with tomato pulp, which is similar mm. to uh, what they have over at like Haleo. That's delicious. They've also got a uh, croquettes. It's a ham croquette, caramelized onions. I think you have to let people know that Kappa is a Spanish. Tapas yes, it is restaurant. a Spanish tapas steakhouse. Mm-hmm. It sounds delicious. I didn't even know that was there. Oh, my gosh. So it is so good. Oh, man. Uh, from the grill. Yes, you please. Can, <laughs> you can get a 12-ounce prime New York strip from Creekstone, which is in Kansas. But they also have a 1.5-pound langosta Maine lobster <laughs> that's served with mushroom Ooh. spinach Oh, so good. Hey, back the truck up. You got to talk about this awesome, awesome 32-ounce prime porterhouse from Creekstone. It's 118 bucks, y'all, and it could probably feed like a family of four. (laughs) It's huge. They also have A5. uh, Miyazaki. Thank you. Wagyu. Wagyu beef, $32 per ounce. Wow. Did they serve that to you as a taster once? You did an uh, event there? No. No? I wish. Yeah, that would be But nice. they've got also fish, chicken dish. There's paella if you're into that. Um, they even have for add-ons, there's foie beef bone marrow, can get melted blue in shrimp. There's all kinds of goodies on this. May I suggest a drink, madame? I am going to say <laughs> the Kappa Gin Tonic. Now, they also have uh, a vodka tonic. Oh, the, the gin and tonics. Dope. It is. It's so good. Their, their tonic drinks, not only are they pretty with oh. all of the herbs that they put in it, but they are so delicious. It's Fantasia in a in a cup, in a glass. It's so good. It's amazing. It's so good, y'all. This is probably the <sighs> finest gin and tonic. And trust me, I am a purveyor of gin and tonics, y'all. This is my by far my favorite gin and tonic ever. They've got a lot of it. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a, really it's good. Really good. But they've got a lot of great cocktails there. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm one to say that if you go to a 
a, a, a restaurant whose specialty is seafood or it's a specialty of steak, please get the specialty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you go to a steakhouse like Kappa, please get something steaky. The the Kappa Gin <laughs> the Kappa Gin tonic is one of their specialty drinks. Yes, and um, anyway, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's you make you're making plans to have dinner at a Spanish steakhouse. Please have the Spanish steak. You know, <laughs> please, unless you don't like steak. Well, if you don't, I get it, but. I wanted somebody in your party has got to do it, you know? Oh, yeah. I feel like you're you're planning the dinner and please eat the specialty stuff. Now, uh, you know, what do I know? I'm not, yeah, whatever. You're not what? Hey, uh, <laughs> we're here now for me. Yes. And I'm going to talk about Monsignor Paul. Uh, yes. I'm not a, I'm not a Monsignor <laughs> Paul. I'm not a, a I'm not a French major. I don't speak French, but I certainly love French food. And you don't play a Frenchman on TV. And I don't play a Frenchman on TV. Ooh la la! I don't, but uh, I do like the French food in this signature <laughs> dining restaurant. It's one of my favorites. I always like to go here because um, it's fun. It's in the park at Epcot, and it's great to have this awesome French restaurant. If you haven't experienced it, I suggest you do because mm-hmm. they have a bunch of awesome eats here. And I'm never disappointed uh, going here. I know exactly what I'm getting into. They have now a prefix menu, which is great. So understand, pricey for dinner, $195 per adult. This is a restaurant I don't necessarily suggest to take the children. If your kids love, if your kids are like ours and they bounce off the walls, which they do, like little comets. Um, I suggest maybe you bypass this attraction, <laughs> but um, but I do like it. Prefix menu, but they do have uh, awesome amuse bouche, the little apartif. Um, they always have something really nice that the chef prepares for you. Just a little taste, and uh, I love the escargot. I'm down with that because um, I just love garlic seals, uh, snails. Did I say seals? My bad. <laughs> um, they also have the center cut beef tenderloin, which is yummy, yummy. Um, I will suggest that. They also have awesome cheese plates and desserts. Um, check out the um, the meringue, vanilla meringue with the sorbet, if you like that. Ooh. Oh, I cool. know. Which, see, what I would get would be the chocolate almond cake that has chocolate cream, hazelnut, Biscuit with chocolate ice cream and warm chocolate cognac sauce. It's all good. That that right there. Yep. It's all good. And they have assorted cocktails, et cetera, et cetera. But this prefix menu makes is is good because you sample, you know, the highest level of French cuisine there at well, they the have, park. It comes with a starter, an appetizer course. Mm-hmm. Then you have your fish course. Mm-hmm. The Trout Normand, your meat course, cheese, and your dessert course. So it is a seven-course meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be That's hungry. a lot of food. Be hungry when you go. But you won't be wow. disappointed. And once again, I think that if you are a Disney foodie, it is definitely something you must try at it's least a, once. It's a good alternative to Victorian Alberts. 100%, Kristen. 
and Victoria and Alberts, I'm sure, is uh, like, why aren't you talking about that? But you know, this is, um, I don't. We don't really consider that a. It is a signature dining, but it's, it's a an, different level. It's a it's whole a other level. league. Yeah. It's a whole other yeah. league. There's nothing else like it. So yeah. it's kind of outside the orbit in its own little galaxy by itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cat. Cat. We all know what I'm going to say. Takumite. <laughs> I, I knew it. Um, Takumite has just reopened. They have a new menu. It's a omakase menu across the board. I haven't done this one, obviously, because I haven't been there in the last two weeks when they opened. Um, but the last time I ate there, it was delicious. And this omakase menu looks incredible. It's $150 per person. And it is seven courses. Which is a lot of food, in my opinion, for $150. Yeah. They have uh, a kiku menu, which is fish and meat. And they have a hasu menu, which is plant-based for our vegetarian friends, vegan friends, which I love that. And then they also have a himawari menu for our little kids, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, Seven courses omakase is a pretty standard amount of courses, but because this is a signature fine dining, there are some really interesting um, pieces of it. The appetizers are seasonal. The fish will be seasonal. The broth course will be seasonal, of course. Um, but the yakimono, which is a hot course, uh, you get your choice of three ounces of A5 Wagyu steak, roasted garlic duck, or grilled Chilean sea bass. And that in itself is an expensive meal without yeah. the six other courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. I I'm, can't wait to try this once we go again. Um, one of the Ocha Takami um, dessert courses is a chestnut creme brulee, which is, I love chestnut flavor. So that's that sounds delicious. I would love to try it. Yeah, I, I'm literally looking at a takeout order of sushi right now that I'm going to eat when we're done with the show. But I do eat a lot of sushi and I am a snob about it sometimes. And the sushi that I had at Takumite was delicious. It is geisha style. So it's the round pieces, not the square or cut pieces. It's It's fish on top of rice formed into a ball. And it's beautiful and delicious. And I love it. I love Takumite. At the Japan Pavilion, at the Prettiest Girl in School, Epcot. <laughs> yeah. I I love how we know how each other's going to vote for, yep, for these things. Yeah, pretty these much. I love it. It's it's great. If you follow the show, feel free to play along. <laughs> it's like go ahead and fill out your scorecards now, and then show yes. us at the end so that we know exactly who. Yell you chose. yell out bingo when you get a bingo. That's right. <laughs> it's like the newlywed game. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. So my next one is going to be Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill in Disney Springs. Of course. Um <laughs> I like Ship Station. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wolfgang. Oh, there's a, a lot of variety on this menu so there's something pretty much for everybody like they've got a tuna tartare with avocado radish sesame soy vinaigrette and a spicy aioli 
They've got a snapper ceviche, Fresno pe- uh, peppers, avocado, and tostonos, uh, Maryland crab cakes. There's an heirloom tomato salad, wedge salad. Uh, pizzas here are some of my favorite. I've mentioned before, I love the wild mushroom with the Fontina cheese, uh, garlic oil, and the majoram. Uh, but there's also like a barbecue chicken one. Smoked salmon is really the good. Smoked salmon, that's another one with the uh, dill cream chives and sal- uh, salmon pearls. It is really the, good. The Spago special. The Spago special, baby. That's right. They've got pasta for entrees. Uh, they've got a Scottish salmon. There's a whole grilled sea bass. Uh, one of my favorites is the Avener schnitzel. It's uh, a chicken one that they did here last last time. It was chicken um, with marinara tomatoes, dill cucumbers, fingerling potatoes, and whole grain mustard. That it that one just makes me happy when I eat it. <laughs> so I love it so much. Uh, Desserts, you can do a sorbet tasting. They have a Spanish cheesecake, a gelato tasting, which would be like what I would choose. You get to pick three. And they've got some interesting ones on here, like a white chocolate raspberry, Italian butter pecan. There's uh, one called the Cookie Monster or a chocolate cookie crunch. Mm-hmm. I wish they had pistachio because I love some pistachio gelato. Uh, and the bartenders there, they know how to make a fantastic drink. Uh, I have two go-tos here. Both are, are gin drinks. The first one is the barrel aged Negroni that has the Tangari gin, Campari, Aperol, uh, Carpano, um, Antica Vermouth, and then also the Lily Bell gin, Aperol, lemon, rhubarb, and Prosecco. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But tons of beers, tons of wines, whatever makes you happy, they probably have it there. But yes, top notch service, food, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm getting hungry. I shouldn't be, <laughs> but I am. And it's such a shame. They have well, one of my I favorite want... Caprese salads on property. Everything there is all I have every time I try something, it's always good. Yeah. Um I'm really happy with that the way they, they did that restaurant. I'm glad that the old one is gone and they built this yeah. one and it's back to being owned by Wolfgang Puck again. So mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. you go. Well, for me, uh Kind of breaks my heart to say that they're closed for refurbishment right now, but they'll be back. And when they're going to be back, they'll be back up to full strength, y'all. It's Narcosis over there at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Mm -hmm. This has always been one of my favorite restaurants to celebrate my anniversary with uh, uh, my sweetheart here, Miss Kristen. And we always make it a point to go out there as much as we can and their food service, the ambiance there on the water is always great. And especially when you're watching nighttime spectaculars, it's super romantic, really, really neat. And I will suggest the following. Do they have awesome appetizers? Of course they do. So get the calamari, 
you won't be let down. Mm-hmm. You'll also love the lobster bisque, <laughs> which Kristen loves lobster bisque, and so do I. As a result, so good. Entrees. Well, first of all, you have to understand when you're in Narcosis, surf and turf or the awesome fish. So I will suggest the surf and turf lobster tail with the pan-seared scallops. No, or uh, pan-seared scallops. Or, or, or pan-seared scallops. And, and yes, I will get the pan-seared scallops. Please. Over the lobster always. tail? Always. Oh, no, well, you can get the lobster tail. Your choice of lobster tail or or the pan-seared scallops. Uh, yeah, you do the, lobster, do the lobster tail. And then get a side of scallops because they'll do that. Um, <laughs> do that. And then let's see. Uh, Brussels sprouts, always a yumminess there in terms of like add-ons. The grilled asparagus is good, too. Uh-huh. Chris and I have single-handedly been the champion of this dessert, which happens to be still on the menu. And I think we That was talking. a celebration dessert, too, that they had at one yes. point. Yes. And it, it became permanent. It became permanent because we just all the time talk about it. It's the almond crusted <laughs> cheesecake, probably our favorite <laughs> dessert in all of Walt Disney World. With the Lambert cherry sauce. That's right. So if you've been paying attention from this podcast for the past 10 years or so, yes, this is the dessert of desserts. Now, if you want something lighter, get the trifle. But still, the almond crusted cheesecake. I think they're, the carrot cakes that they had sounds quite interesting. So. It's plant-based, <laughs> but it has pineapple poppin' boba. Ah. It, pass. It's super, pass. Let me tell you something. So my brother um, eats very (laughs) weird weird. food. He's, you know, vegan. And he just, he just, I mean, good for him. I'm glad. I mean, he's great. But he made vegan carrot cake cupcakes, right? When he made for for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I freaking loved him. I, I didn't try it. It was good. It was the frosting <laughs> like, was even vegan. And every time he makes vegan stuff, Kristen's like, I can't believe you're eating that. I was like, Yeah, sure. I'll eat so it. Good. I'll eat his vegan I'll eat his vegan lasagna. I'll eat his vegan uh, cupcakes and all this stuff. So kudos to my Heck bro yeah. because I don't give him kudos on any podcast, but this I'll give him kudos for. And Yes. Well, I, did she, the carrot cake, I'm I'm one hundred percent in on carrot cake. It's the popping boba that I'm out on. Yeah, popping boba, yeah. That's what I said. I can't, it's, I can't do it. It sounds interesting. It's so strange, but okay. It's got other stuff, no. too. It's just... It's like they must have had a really good deal on popping boba because they put it in everything on Galaxy's caramel. Age. Seriously. Candy, pecan, coconut milk. Chris and I love Ooh. talking in front of each other. It's awesome. That's all on the carrot cake. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much stuff there. It's like... Can I just get? Can I just get a plain carrot cake, please? No, it's gotta, <laughs> gotta have, have popping boba and all this other popping boba, and they're gonna launch a rocket once you're halfway through. Exactly, the cheese plate there is good. I'm gonna launch like a rocket. Ooh. Um, <laughs> they also have a bunch of uh, cool kid stuff there too. So kids don't feel left out. They're always having fun. They're eating ice cream and such because it's great. It's a lot of stuff. They also have allergy-friendly apps and entrees, so be sure to check those out as well. They have a separate menu for those. So when you talk about being catered to in in great variety, if you have allergies or any other dietary restrictions, Narcosis is the place for you. Love it. There you go. Okay. Kristen, 
Are we back to no, you? No, it's Cat. It's back to Cat. It's me. I'm so bad. Hi. Hi. I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. Um, <laughs> my next choice is Paddlefish. Yay. Um, I like I said, I am a uh, a shrimp cocktail girly, and I love paddlefish. They have a lot of gluten free options here, and um, they're all delicious. We love a wedge salad. We love the crab fries. If you go there and you don't get the crab fries, you're making a mistake. <laughs> um, and honestly, I. They do a chilled and raw seafood, of course, with that shrimp cocktail, an ahi poke, crab ceviche, oysters on the half shell, if that's your bag, crab guacamole, it's all good. But then also they do steamed crab legs, which is usually what I get. I love a crab leg. I love a steamed corn. You can't go wrong. They have really great stuff. And of course, it's a seafood restaurant. So like if like Al John said, if you go there and you don't order the specialty, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, this menu is not loading all the way which is upsetting but they also have you know sandwiches and main dishes with pasta and catfish with a cornmeal crust and an edamame smoked bacon succotash which sounds delicious mm-hmm. even though I probably can't eat it and I just I really like paddlefish it's right there in the middle of Disney Springs you can eat indoors you can eat outdoors there they have a great bar selection Lobster guacamole. Yes. Yes. I love I love the yes. top the, the top level. It's the best. It's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. sometimes they have those yummy alcoholic popsicles that are wonderful. They have so much alcohol. Why is this up menu there? not loading? I want to read the desserts, but the menu's not loading. It's just a blue screen. It's killing me. I think the vibe of paddlefish Stitch is super. The page. Yeah, the, the, seriously. The vibe over paddlefish, especially with your when you're with a bunch of friends, is very infectious. It lends itself yeah. to a great party vibe, especially upstairs. But the food is the food is great. Service it's is always good. Times great. place. It is a good times place. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like. I would yes. recommend that bar completely because you can order your food and then just go up there and have a, a blast. So, and I. Not to like talk bad about the boathouse, but I do prefer this place over the boathouse. There's something that's a little bit more stuffy about boathouse. It's also very loud. Y- yeah, it echoes in there like it's a cafeteria. Uh-huh. We sat in but the room. I-, I think it's the third room in the place that has the bar. Yeah. I put my phone out to see how high of decibels it was getting. Wow. It was in the red, like where you should have earplugs in. That's how loud it was. We couldn't even hear each other talking. It was a hundred and it happened twice and I was like 120 decibels. Oh child. It's like it's like a jet flying over you. It was loud Mm-mm. Mm-mm. the entire time. And not only did we sit there in the bar area when we moved to the table close by, it didn't change at all. And no. I was, I was Le Miserable. Like the, when I was, when I was there, I just looked at Chris and, and, and we were having dinner with Tony. Were we not? The first time, the second time was just you and I. Oh yeah. I looked at Tony and I said, this is ridiculous, bro. Like I got yeah. to get the heck out of here. Cause I can't even think straight. Yeah. For, for the pricing, you don't want a loud experience like that with just, I mean, people just talking really loud and, it was, yeah, 
No, no. Never had that problem at Paddlefish. Paddlefish is nice. It's like clean aesthetic there, inside, outside, like we said. But then also, this is what I wanted to talk about. They do the cocktail of the month. Mm. Um, And this month is called Kendra's Winter Wonderland, which we'll all enjoy. It's got rum chata. Mm. Hello. Fireball. Not a fan. Vodka and agave topped with cinnamon sugar rim and a rosemary sprig. Well, there you go. So nice. they always have an interesting cocktail of the month. They always, they do brunch. There's all sorts of stuff there. And I just, I like it there. I do. I do. We're going to have to reach out to PR to see if uh, the chef is available. The chat. I say that every, like every few episodes, but we will, we'll have to reach out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while since we've chatted with him. Yeah. I don't know if Chef Boar is still there. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Anyway. Look. Okay. So next up. What are you oh, doing? Go ahead, sweetie. Go. You're like covering up my list. Sorry. Next on my list, I am keeping with the the seafood theme here. Mm. And I am going with flying fish. Mm-hmm. This is one of the places that first comes to my mind when somebody says, where should we eat of the signature dining restaurants? I've always had a fantastic meal here. Um, appetizers, there's a few of them that are my favorites. The Prince Edward Island mussels are always fantastic. They have amazing um, tasting of artisan cheeses. The lobster bisque with some Yambuka and chive oil is really good. And if you don't like seafood, the slow roasted pork belly appetizer, I definitely suggest. For entrees, my go-to is the plancha seared scallops. It's got savory grits, sweet corn, and a pepper dew emulsion. Also, the potato-wrapped red snapper with leek fondue in um Cassis red wine reduction is amazing. But if you don't like seafood, they've got steak uh, as well as chicken and a roasted tofu for those who want something plant-based. Um, mm. You can get grilled octopus, cold water lobster tail, um, things like that as the enhancements. And... For dessert, I typically, this is where I typically get the cheese plate is at dessert here. I don't know why, but I do. But they have a creamy goat cheesecake, which has a honey glaze, cassis gel, and pistachio cake. That Mm. sounds fabulous. Definitely. Okay. Is it me? Yes, it is your turn. Hello, it's me. So we have uh, here the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, the steak in me cannot be tamed. Got to have the steak. And the great thing about this is that they actually have a aging room where you can see all the fine cuts of steak hanging there, dry aged to perfection. They've got some really great steaks there. Service is great, as you would expect from a, you know, a top-tier steakhouse. So they have great courses here. Um, I Okay, so here's another one for a bisque. Are you ready? Lobster bisque. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, also, the the wedge salad also very good. The beef carpaccio is good. A beef carpaccio, it's all good, y'all. Chef signature offerings: porterhouse for two. Hard to beat it. Cognac truffle butter and choice of two steakhouse sides. That's legit. It's also pretty expensive because it's twenty eight ounces. So well, it's for two people. Yes, for it is for both two of the people. chef's signature offerings are for two people. Yes. Yes. And then the other chef offering is the Chilled Admiral's Tower 4-2, which is the main lobster snow crab, uh, main lobster, comma, snow crab, comma, tuna tartare, jumbo shrimp, mussels, scallop ceviche, and charred octopus salad. That's legit. Yes, please. But once again. Yes, please. Yes, yes, please. Uh, Now I really want some seafood. A lot of the main attraction here is the butcher's cuts, which is served with one accompaniment per selection. So here I have had the 12-ounce New York strip steak. Yummy. Um, It's the tastiest part of the steak, in my opinion. So I don't Mm -hmm. think you can go wrong with that. Um, It's got perfect marbling. So good. I did say to the chefs when I left the restaurant, not once, but several times now, if God were to make a steak... It would come from Yachtsman's. I love that. Yes. Uh, They also have other things here, too. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They also have great, uh, the seafood, uh, Chapulpino. Did I say that right? No, I probably didn't. Please help me pronounce that, Scott. It's a... Chiapino? Chiapino. Ha-ha. There you go. Chiapino rhymes not, with Filipino. I'm not looking at the menu help. Yes, yes. <laughs> seafood, yeah, that's right. Uh, I just rely on you for the Italian I, pronunciation. I feel good about it. It's yeah. all good. Seafood, Chiapino, rhymes with Filipino. There you go. <laughs> but it's not Filipino. Uh, so please check that out. And then we have Awesome Sides, house-made truffle fries, uh-huh. which me gusta. Mm. You see, now I'm Spanish. And then you also have got uh, the Colossal Asparagus, which is also Yemo. Uh, Last but not least, we do have some awesome desserts as well. The pineapple and coconut tart, uh, my heart for that. And then also they have um, awesome creme brulee, which we've also had. I think we've had everything on this menu. The chocolate cake. The chocolate cake, yes. Yes. The chocolate cake, which is dark chocolate mousse. Chocolate decadent cake mixed with berry curd, peanut butter crunch, and mousse. It serves two. And yeah, talk about going home happy. You're going to have to roll me out. It's legit. I think that is uh, pretty much it for Yasmin Steakhouse, y'all. Kat? I love it. Yeah. Um, My last one, shocking. Absolutely no one is Haleo by Jose Andre. (laughs) Do it. I love tapas almost as much as I love sushi. <laughs> and I, you know, not to get on my soapbox, but I think Jose Andres does some really great work and he makes some really good food. So you really can't go wrong. Cheeses, meats, all sorts of selections. I have dreams about the endive salad with goat cheese, oranges, and almonds. I, I literally dream about it. I get it. I've had it in like four different Haleos. Um for real. Uh do they have it on the menu still right now? I want to talk about gazpacho. Is it still here? 
I don't see it. It's got yeah. Okay, so this right now, because it's fall slash winter, they have the beef gazpacho instead of the tomato gazpacho. And the tomato gazpacho is incredible, but the beef gazpacho will change your life. They serve it with little uh, roasted pistachio and goat cheese, and it's incredible. Huh. It's so good. Nice. It sounds good. Sounds good. Yes. And um, really, you can't go wrong. They have sandwiches. They have paella, which I personally really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, all sorts of seafood, shrimp, uh, catch of the day style stuff, grilled octopus with potatoes and tomato confit. Always good. And then, of course, they have you have your pork sausage, uh, which is delicious. You have the... Uh, it's acorn-fed, too. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if if you haven't had paella, you should, because it's the national dish yes. of Spain. Yes. And you can't be a Spanish chef worth your weight in saffron if you can't do a good paella. It's right? true. It's Wasn't true. it it's last true. time made with goat? Isn't that what I, I was like? No, we're not going to don't. That. I don't remember... But yeah, the pie is kind of like the big deal, so you gotta you gotta try that. Well, yeah, the the one right now, the the ones they're offering is looks like the um sorry paella with shrimp, squid, calamari, sofrito, and alioli. Mm, that sounds like or that sounds yeah good. or shrimp and squid only sofrito only which. Delicious, absolutely delicious. And sometimes they do the one with the chicken. I don't know if they've done the one with the rabbit in it in for a very long time. But when they first opened, they did the like traditional style with the rabbit. Probably reason why we didn't have it, but yeah, yeah. But honestly, the seafood pay is probably always the go. It's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. With the cured Uh, meats, though, they do have the forty-eight month uh, cured ham from the legendary free range acorn fed. Black-footed pigs of Spain, and it's hand-carved. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. I love how detailed it is. Yes, yeah. and they'll do that. They do that at the table. They bring it out to you, and they'll cut it right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So good, y'all. We love it. Uh, so not only do they have great savory things, but they also have some pretty delicious desserts. Um, I am a sucker for arroz con leche. And the one that they have here is like, it's like rice pudding, but they have the one from there is delicious. And then of course they have the Basque goat cheesecake, which is the one that looks burnt on the outside. It's so good. It's really good. This is new. I have never seen this before. Compressed pineapple with Spanish rum, lime, and mint. That's what I was going to say. That sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of options. We love Haleo. Um, that one's also at uh, Disney Springs. And they have like a really lovely kids menu also and a wonderfully huge selection of cocktails. I love I love the Sevilla Spritz. The gin and tonic here is completely ridiculous. It's the size of your face. Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Very nice. Well, Kat, my last one also was Haleo, which is why yeah. I had the menu up. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I agree. Everything here that I have had has been so good. And if you're somebody who likes small plates, this is, I mean, you're going to spend money here. That's, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're going to spend a good bit of money, but you're going to have a great time. So I highly recommend if you are going with friends, definitely hit up this place. If you're looking to have like a laid back, fun time, talking, eating, and enjoying company. Carve out some time. You're going to yes. need it. And we, you're going to eat the way you eat in this restaurant is the same way you actually eat in Spain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. A, a slower pace. It's going to take you a couple hours uh, to have a meal here. And it does take time for the food to get to you. It's fresh. It's fresh. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Anywho. So do you want to chime in more? Or is that your thing? Um, I also think the sliced apple and fennel salad with manchego cheese, walnuts, and sherry oh, yeah. dressing is very good. So good. All um, the salads are delicious. But if you aren't into the beet gazpacho, they do have a beet salad with um, blue cheese, pistachios, and citrus with a sherry dressing. I had it. It's delicious. It's delish. Okay. Over to you, Al John. All right. Last but not least, it's Gico, y'all, over there at Animal Kingdom yeah. Lodge. It's so yummy. Um, I have just, as you know, from listening to the show, I have a tendency to go for steak. <laughs> and so, but, but, uh, I will probably forego that to go with the Botswana Suwa short rib. So get the beef short ribs, the CPs, mushroom and carrots. That is an awesome main event entree. Of course, they have the filet mignon as well. Right, which is four cheese macaroni, spiced Brussels sprouts, and chocolate red wine demi glaze. That's uh, all good. There's nothing bad on this menu, y'all. Nothing that we're talked about is bad. None of these restaurants are bad. Obviously, they are mm-hmm. our favorites. Um, they also have seared, uh, uh, seared scallops uh, as an app, which is great. Um, I love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, they have the boba tie mac and cheese, which is an enhancement you can add to your steaks. Uh, I definitely love it. Oh, um, if you like oxtail, they do have that as an enhancement here. Okay, I do like oxtail, y'all. Yeah. So I'm down. I am totally down. And then for dessert, uh, speaking of beets, here's more candied beets with the African drum beets. Uh, of course, it's all plant-based with coconut, strawberry, beet, mousse, chocolate cake, candied beets, balsamic strawberries in there as well. They also Ooh. have got, yeah, they also have oh, this Kilimanjaro that, as well. That's what I was going to say. A single mm-hmm. origin Ghanaian dark chocolate mousse, pistachio financier, pink peppercorn meringue, cocoa nib crunch, and ras hanout pineapples. Um, yeah, it's different and it's good. So there's so many other things we could talk about it. You know, but, uh, yeah, they have on here for the teas uh, a Russian Earl Grey. I wonder if they're still serving that. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Because yeah, if it really comes from Russia. Prob- well, yeah, maybe not, but who knows? Like our lo- local liquor store stopped selling Russian stuff. So you can't get any Russian vodka anymore. Yep. And there you go. 
is the is the state of the world we live in. But uh, that's it. That's it for me, guys, gals. The tea. I like the sound of the Shanghai rose. Ah, nice. Yeah, I like rose tea. Oh, that's what I should tell my parents. It's, you know, on their trip to Germany at the Christmas markets, pick me up some tea. Yeah. I love me some German tea. Is there exit music because of Christine McVie? Rest in peace. Don't get us demonetized. If we're talking over it, we won't. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Oh, oh wait, wait. You mean that? Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the show. And for those of you that want to show some, some, some additional support for us, you can do so by donating to us on Anchor for as little as 99 cents a month. Or you can shop our links because it is that time of year on Amazon because who's not shopping Amazon? And if you are a Disney fan, who isn't shopping at the Disney store? Uh, and if you're headed to Walt Disney World, we also have Garden Grocer and Kingdom Strollers for you to check out as well. Very good. You want to tell everybody where they can find us? Yes. Find us on social media. Do it. Dining at Disney. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Super cool for you to check out the show on YouTube as well as uh, Facebook Live. It's great. Check it out. You can also um, check me out, Al John Go, on Instagram. And for all your Disney, Universal, and cruise travel, contact Kristen, your little tinkerbell of magical uh, vacations. They're at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. And don't forget, her services are free. And I am Tinkerbell sized. Yes, you are Tinkerbell sized. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C A T underscore A S T R O P H E. As far as if you enjoy uh, this podcast, and we hope you do, check out our friends' podcast, The Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and of course, my little ADVD podcast, Eat the Pictures. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Dining at Disney, and check out our friends, the Disney Dorks, and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. Until next time, I have been Kat. That has been Kristen and Al John. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners.